Blog Talk Radio. Just a good old boy. Obama's gonna put you in jail. Never meaning no harm. You guys are all gonna go to jail. It's all you never saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. I'm coming day and night. But we tortured some folks. Hitler had plans. See through all of your lies, Barack Obama, you wicked, wicked devil! Don't bitch kick him! Ah! Uh, Holy shit, man. That's the other That's terrorist! bro! That's fucking terrorists! Hello, my little trolls, my little sock puppets. We are tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the terror mask, put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate. episode of Chronicle.su could very well touch on some dark subject matter, which is why we request now that you remove anyone under the age of 21 from the room and deny them access. You're listening to Hate Radio. Our top story tonight is the creation of an all-new tip line, an LOL division of the FBI. FBI.LOL is a semi-anonymous tip service created by Asshurt MacBags, the notorious leaker who for some time now has supplied information by various channels to the Internet Chronicle. The tip service, Asterix claims, feeds patriotic information securely and directly into our mind via brain-computer interface. The procedure is both extremely dangerous and highly likely to get infected. Joining us live this evening is Chronicle.su editorialist, troll artist, and meme generator Kilgore Trout of the Internet Chronicle. Kilgore, how do you do it? Well, first I sit down at the computer and take a big load of Teramax, and then I smile about how happy I am from from all the all the paranoia raging through my my entire being, and I I look I gaze into the depths of the Mandelbrot set and just start my mind starts um, babbling words you know uh, you get it's like glossy it's just blah 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 you know I'm just making up you know syllables as they go. And is that how you sink your hooks into your victims? I mean, the audience and troll them up into such a frenzy the way you do? Hey, you remember that time I was at your house and you had created some program that would infinitely descend into a Mandelbrot? That's right. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck would a guy need that? Well, now you know. Yeah. 
it's it's because I, you you were already onto the secret Terramax recipe before it had even become mainstream, and all the kids are doing it now. All you know the all the smart kids. There are some kids out there who are on this this uh, terror box shit. Well, you know, and, and let me tell you, there's a fucking street gangs that are going to war right now between the terror block dealers and the terror max dealers whose uh, territories are, are overlapping a little too much. If you if you want to know the, the violent truth, well, the the violence is the really the essence of terror max and terror block. So based on uh, the sheer potency of the drugs. Which one? Which side has the advantage here? Terror Block has no chance. They're going to just, you know, keep trying to, you know, conserve and keep things as it is, and and uh, <clears throat> hold hold back the progress of Terror Max. Hey, you remember that time we were all up around the campfire, and uh, and like we were, you know, everybody's like doing acid and stuff, and. And uh, we had the Terramax, and, and we and uh, remember you took the Terramax, and and you snapped your neck back because you were trying to trying to look at the sky all of a sudden, and you just and you snapped your neck back in in this really weird way, and and we all thought that you you would hurt yourself, but you were really just you were so keyed in at that moment that um, you you managed to spot a satellite that was in fact we found out later spying on the conversation. And, and you know what? I in that moment when I snapped my neck back, I saw into the very uh, office that was looking through the satellite where those images were being beamed to. And I saw the the man looking at us, and he saw me snap my neck back, and fucking pissed himself, shit himself. Uh, you too. spooked him. I spooked him. He knew when I saw him. And I bet you looked at him and you knew how many kids he had. You were looking into his kids. I saw his whole life in a flash, just like that. And he thought he was <laughs> He was what the watch the watched became the watch. <laughs> I became the surveiller of him. You really flipped and, the tables on him good. And he lost it, you know. Play that sound again for for that one. You won it. <laughs> that was you. Yep. In the moment, you looked. Uh, you you peered into his his with that with your steely gaze up through that fucking uh, spy satellite and right into this asshole's soul. And you knew what he ate for dinner that night. And you went. You went. Where's the sound? <laughs> <laughs> that was dust in the wind. That's right. That's right. Amen. Our uh, our listeners. I wonder how many people are listening right now that even know where that sound came from. Let's see. Uh, we. That's our only sound effect. <laughs> we have that. And uh, hey, so uh, what do you want to talk about? Do you do you see Asshurt's tip line? Uh, I've got a tip just coming in right now that our directories aren't locked, bro. Ah, shit. So you better lock those down. Check this out. I'll send you the link. Maybe we should uh, put it published in the chat, but uh, check this out. We have some 
we got some cyber crime happening right under our noses right now. Directed at us? Check check the link. I oh, you're right. Sent you. Oh, this is interesting. Oh, and you can see our logo there. That's right. Uh, let me think. When did I? Is that, is that a? Oh, I know why this happened now because I had to put those custom headers in. Oh. All right. Let's post it in the chat for everybody to laugh at us. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Dustin will laugh at us. Maybe Jamie will. Uh, Jamie Joe Corn will use it to hack us. Hack us with <laughs> a little bald pussy. <laughs> Hey, you remember when I when I called her Jamie Joe Cochran, or I called Jamie Cochran Jamie Joe Corn on accident? Oh, uh, she doesn't like being confused with um, no that slot lizard. <laughs> My lizard. I still I still remember when I did it because her reaction was so violent. I thought <laughs> it was on Terramax. <laughs> well, we're we're pretty much chronic Terramax users all around here, and. Uh, you know, it's a it's a terror. You know, we just walk around with it always turned up to eleven. <laughs> it wears on your veins after a while because your blood is pumping so hard through them. You know what I mean? Guest call in line. <laughs> well, we got a guest. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that right now. We actually we might get a, a caller later. Um, you know, I would uh, be a little uh, wary. Watch out. Why is that? You worried? Yeah. We might get called from some of these terror block fuckovers. So the terror block group, uh, they're weaker. Why? Uh, you know, they're not weaker. They may, in fact, be stronger now, but in the end, Terror Max always wins over terror block. It's a, the arc of terror is long, but it always bends towards Max. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really funny. I just forgot what we were talking about. Yeah, just terror, you know, same old thing. Just terror stuff. I've got some just great leader things in the in the image rotation. Oh, yeah. Remember that meme that I started? No. Just, the just great leader things? That's because it didn't really survive Beyond. I didn't even survive my memory. No. <laughs> I bet if I go to the article, it's been deleted. Because of that fucking uh, terror block faggots hacking them. You no, know, it's, yeah. it's Kim Jong Un just, you know, having a great time. It's just pictures of him having a great time, like doing yeah. really sweet things with his people, like um, using them as a human bed. Oh yeah, the human bed joke. That's now, a that, thing. That it's not no, a joke. No, it is. Are you one of these people that also, you know, denies that uh, the Rwandan oh, genocide happened? Yeah. No, I'm a big denier of all sorts of things, such as white genocide. I deny that's happening. I deny. Oh, come that. on, Kilgore. <laughs> I mean, the statistics don't lie, right? You're gonna tell me these these rebel flags <clears throat> my neighbors got up don't mean nothing? They don't. You know what they mean is they mean racism. No. Kilgore, that's our southern heritage. If that means racism, then you need a history lesson. Well, give me a history lesson. Where? <laughs> Tell me how the South rose. Uh, uh, um. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't think we can even talk about this. And, um, 
people even want to hear it, you know? I think people are dying to hear it. They want to know where we stand on this shit. No, they, you know... Because we just fuck around all the time, and we're never serious about anything. I take pretty pretty serious stands all the time, I think. Uh, yeah, but people don't believe you. Well, that's it's their, it's their problem. You mean to tell me you don't care what people think about you? Um, No, I do care. I just, you know, they can't read. That's their own problem. You want me to go spreading lies about you on Twitter? Go right ahead. Hey, what if I did? I dare you. What if I went on there and I said, uh, the other day on Hate Radio, Kilgore denied the Holocaust. And I just left it at that. I'd, pro- I'd probably just leave it at that, too. You wouldn't retweet it? I wouldn't retweet it. I wouldn't even favorite it. I wouldn't even think about it. You can acknowledge it? You know, doubtfully, but, I mean, you're forcing me to acknowledge it right now. So, I mean, I can't say I wouldn't because I already have just by responding to you. So now when I tweet it, it'll uh, it'll already be favorited. <clears throat> no. Dude, that's like that uh, computer simulation link I sent you where it's... I didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. Let me tell you about it. Well, yeah, summarize it for, okay. for the good listeners out there. Well, anyway, uh, it my interest in this uh, life as a computer simulation thing began when you sent me an article in 2008 about uh, the po- it was a scientific paper about how uh, you know it was I forgot where it was published but it basically said that there's enough evidence to suggest that our lives are a computer simulation like our reality is a computer simulation that uh, it's it's a safe bet and that was always a hard thing to swallow because you know I'm real this is real everything's real why do I get cancer and die and that sort of thing like that's all very real right but in a computer simulation it would already account for that. It would account for everything. It would account for you being able to look all the way out into the cosmos because the whole fucking thing would be simulated, right? Well, this short story that I read finally convinced me of that because it was all just so grand and at the same time conspiratorial that I didn't, I wasn't really into it at all. Even though I tried to read that paper so many times and wrap my head around it, I just couldn't until I finally read this short story. And what does short story? What does it suppose? What does it say? It's a conversation between two people, and they're working at a computer terminal. And I think they might be researchers, right? But it's sort of a Mulder and Scully thing where they're obviously dumbing it all down for you. And they are researching uh, simulations. And finally, I, well, it's been a, it's been about a year since I read it, but uh, finally they're able, like, they realize that they're able to simulate universes. And but the lady in the in the narrative already knows that they live in a computer simulation and the dude is just now arriving at this realization so he's like but i don't but i don't buy it like why should i buy it and she goes into all these details i can't remember what they are but finally like a fucking black hole opens up behind them and then the the simulation that is simulating the simulation that they're in it's like this whole cascading chain of simulations right because it would have to be that way like if the universe could simulate itself, no. then there's the good no. simulation yeah. on the inside of it. Well, that's what's happening no. here. No. And that we would well, be lucky well, that's to be the, the original. That's, okay, that's a story. That's not how it has to be. Yeah, but that's the problem. That's just how it is in the story. No, no. That's assuming it's true. Read the story. I, I, th- I think if this is a simulation and there's a world above this, you know, right, in which we're just a mere artifice, right? 
the chances that there is one above that is diminishing each time you go up a level because yeah, it's right. so much more complex. It doesn't increase. But it, I don't it, know. Well, but also it goes the other way, like down the levels. It could it, it could be either yeah, way. like when you're playing a video game. There you go. You're down a level right there. You could be up or down any number of levels, you know, and it could be infinitely changing and constantly. I don't know about that. I kind of doubt that. Well, read this short story, and I want to hear what you think about it, because we both read that paper. And I never really understood it until I read this, and now I, I, I feel like I understood. She says, Tim, look behind you, pressing a final key and activating the very brief interference program she just written. Just as the Diane on the screen pressed the same key. See, so they're watching themselves on this computer. Uh, they're in the same moment, simulating the same thing. So as Diane presses the key uh, in real life, the Diane on the computer presses her key, and the Diane on the computer in front of that Diane is pressing her key. And it's this, you get what I'm saying, it's this uh, uh, chain. Hall of mirrors. Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a hall of mirrors, exactly. And so on and so forth. So then Tim looks behind him, and there's this foot-wide, completely opaque black sphere up near the ceiling, partially obscuring the clock. This is like if you could put the mirrors directly in line with themselves. So uh, he says it was absolutely inert. It seemed like a hole in space. Diane smiled wryly while Tim clutched his hair with one hand. We're constructs in the computer, he said. So in this story, he finally succumbs to this truth. And this is the moment that I have trouble wrapping my head around, which is why I want you to read it. Because I don't what, know what this fucking black hole what is. is. What is the consequence of the truth? Where does it? What does it mean well, to said, him like, as a person? If we're soul. in a computer simulation and we can affect Diane on the screen, then like, why isn't somebody above us doing nice things for us so that nice things are happening to us in that simulation? And she explains that, well, you can actually do that if you just keep doing nice things for the assholes in your simulation. Then on down the chain of simulations, the the good things are more and more likely to happen. So you could create this fucking orgy, astic. Uh, utopian paradise for Diane, uh, us one simulation down from you, but then on oh, down from that on, and that man. and that. Really? It's just, lose. That's all it is? Yeah, but this is assuming that you have this much control over the simulation. You'd have to be uh, pretty good at simulating a fucking reality <laughs> to be able to have this control, so like, this why not? It sounds like some computer programmer's web dream. Well, of course it is. It's fiction, but you gotta you gotta at least read it. It's interesting. All right. All right. I'll it's worth the conversation. Let's see what's going on. Um, dude, Twitter was really funny today, like I was saying earlier. There's just a lot of funny shit happening. Jamie's FBI.LOL thing is really funny. It's a real thing. Yeah. Whoa, you just got a lot louder. Uh, did I? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, now Kilgore's gone. I ain't gone. Oh, there you are. It was just very strange. This is simulation bullshit. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. They know that we're sitting here talking about this shit, and they're trying to fuck with us. No, nah, nah, come on. Yeah. No, nah, dude. This is just a story. You're you're acting like it's the real world. It is the real world. Well, Why not act like it's the real world? Why could it hurt, right? Well, you know, man, I don't know. If we start killing each other over it and stuff, and it, and it creates this new like religious war. You like religion? You know, I do. What do you like about it? 
Oh, that's a tough one. I um, I like that it brings people comfort. I, you know, I don't like that so much about it. I like that it brings people discomfort. You ever heard the? Um, you ever hear the old saying? Um, religion should bring comfort to the oppressed and uh, power to the oppressor and discomfort to the comfortable. Or uh, oh, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, no, here, this is how it is. It's comfort to the afflicted and affliction to the comfortable. That's what I like about it, if it does that. For whom does it do that, do you think? Well, just look at the black churches in America, you know, the the uh, AMB churches that, <clears throat> that that boy shot up. Those seem like pretty happy people. And it's not just happiness, man. Happiness is, is good, but um, respect and uh, you know space for you to to live and have a job and make money and you know have a community. That's why they were so dangerous in the '60s. That's why they were the target and still are the target of this kind of hate, you know. Because, like uh, I've. I've not seen that kind of community in in other churches. Like I went to some Methodist churches when I was little, and Baptist, and I've been to some Catholic churches, and I don't see the same kind of like joy and community and brotherhood that I see in the black churches. And it's really unappealing. It's just not fun. It's a drag. So well, does that mean that I'm the oppressor and it's bringing me discomfort? No. Um. That just means you're not into it, which is cool. I mean, it's, and what if, like and maybe they're not doing the right job. If they're bringing comfort to the comfortable, that's just uh, that's just selfish Satanism, you know? Who the hell sits in a Catholic church and is comfortable? Well, I mean, I as a kid, I would listen to this stuff and uh, really try to process it. You know, I didn't tune it out. I really tried to listen and... Uh, they would say stuff like uh, to enter the uh, to enter the gates of heaven, you gotta go through with the uh, mindset of a child or the the heart of a child or something. They would say, and and I would be a child, and I'd be like, oh hell yeah, you know? I'm in. Yeah, I'm already in. All I gotta do is just stay this way. And so then what happened? Well, we. It would be over, and we'd go have some lemonade and tea out, and <laughs> out in the uh, – out, out by my, uh, you know, relative – dead relatives in a wall, out by the graveyard. It's not a graveyard. some kind of uh, – what, what is a wall that they put ashes in? No, it's ashes. It's not oh. the whole body. Uh, hey, uh, shit, I, I wanted to tell you a joke. Uh, go ahead. No, we're kind of running out of time now. Um, when I was when I was in, I don't know, maybe I can still tell the joke. No, let's not do it. When I was in when I was in church, uh, let's talk about church and stuff. <laughs> when I was in church, I I I disagreed with it early on because you know why? My mom used to make these dank canned biscuits, and they were so fucking good, man. They were like buttery. They were perfect when they came out of the can, right after she like split the can open and baked them. And I was so into those biscuits, and like that was our thing that we ate these biscuits together. It's a really pointless fucking thing to bond over, but it was that was our thing, right? We we ate those biscuits, 
and we would like watch Roseanne on TV. And then uh, I was sitting in this um, Baptist church in this town where I, I live right now, and the guy, the preacher, is he says he I think he actually used the word hate. He said I hate two things. I don't remember what the first thing was. God only knows. But the second thing was canned biscuits, and like he, the fact that he said he hated canned biscuits, that told me all I needed to know about this place. That I wanted nothing to do with him or this building or any of that shit. It's trying to make you uncomfortable, and you he succeeded. You you were uh, you were too happy with those biscuits, and you wanted <laughs> to take them away from you. <laughs> so he's a good guy. No, I mean canned biscuits are. Uh, I don't know what he didn't like about him, but I don't particularly like him myself. Not that not that uh, they're the worst thing or that I hate them. I just don't particularly. You know, there there are better biscuits out there. I mean, but but they're they're, they're not the worst. They're definitely no. They're they're definitely right. It's just such a fucking. It's who cares? It's just canned biscuits, right? They're neither good nor bad. Whatever point he was trying to make, I think, had nothing to do with biscuits. It did just maybe too. But that's what I focus. Too young to be interpreting. I was five years level, you know. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. This is a. I mean, I wasn't the only person in there. There was like probably you know seventy five or a hundred people in here. All listening to this asshole hinge some. philosophical point on a can of biscuits and I just didn't appreciate that either I thought there's got to be something more to this that I'm missing but I didn't want any part of it anyway well I have no I have no experience with uh, I guess a Baptist church or method what is it uh, that's the southern baptism I did I have no experience at all with Protestants I, the only church I ever went to was um, Episcopalian which is you know Catholic removed by a couple of degrees Hey, I I learned the thing on CNN. I learned how to end an interview. You know how it's done? No. They say we'll leave it there. And we're going to leave it there. Right. That's what they say. So, that's um, what you said. Yeah, but I don't I don't mean it until just like five seconds from now, though. So we're going to leave it there. I uh, Kilgore, thanks for your patriotism and uh, all the and the spiritual enlightenment that you've you've shown me and our listeners tonight. Uh, fuck that superstitious spiritual stuff. My fellow Americans, we live in a time of great change. It is America that has rallied the world against Russian aggression. And in support of the Ukrainian people's right to determine their own destiny. It is America, our scientists, our doctors, our know-how, that can help contain and cure the outbreak of Ebola. It is America that helped remove and destroy Syria's declared chemical weapons so that they can't pose a threat to the Syrian people or the world again. And it is America that is helping Muslim communities around the world, not just in the fight against terrorism, but in the fight for opportunity and tolerance and a more hopeful future. We will degrade and ultimately destroy ISIL. 
We will hunt down terrorists who threaten our country wherever they are. He has no vision of the slaughter of all who stand in his way. They execute captured prisoners. They kill children. They enslave, rape, and force women into marriage. They threaten the religious minority of the Love how it all starts Make you do things you don't want to do 